1: Wednesdays at 5pm for Brainwaves, Melbourne's drive-time radio show, giving voice to people with mental illness.
2: One in five have a mental illness, but five in five can enjoy this great program, featuring heartwarming stories, great information, and some laughs as well.
1: Find us at 3CR, 855 on your AM dial, sponsored by Mental Illness Fellowship of Victoria.
3: Welcome to Brainwaves. Uh, On 3CR 855 AM on dial. On today's show we have Bipolar Bears and interviewing today will be Daniel and two and panelling is myself, Kathy.
4: So hi guys, thanks for being here.
0: Thanks for having us 3CR. Thanks.
4: Adam, uh, Dan and Mick. Yep. Um, So I'm so excited to to have uh, this, to be interviewing you guys today. Can you tell us a little bit about how the band got started?
0: Um, The band actually started more than 20 years ago. It started off as a community group in um, 1994. Um, over the years, there's been about five dis- different lineups in the band. Yeah, so, so you
4: guys didn't actually, you guys weren't there back then.
0: No, I I joined in 2002. I'm Dan, by the way. Yep. Um, and Mick joined two and a bit
2: years ago. Yep. So yeah. Two and years
5: I, ago. I'm Adam. Hi everyone. I joined about four years ago.
0: Um, and it started off as a community group, but over the years, um, we got pretty serious about things and sort of like to consider ourselves as like a, a working band these days, not just a community group.
1: Yep. So could you, could you guys just talk about what your background was before you started the band? Like what got you into the band and did you play music beforehand or did you just start playing music with Bipolar Bears?
5: Oh, well, personally, I'd been in a few bands over the years and um, and there's actually another group in Geelong that I was involved with with mental health issues as well. But um, uh, I, I saw an audition in the online and I auditioned and got in as a bass player. Yep.
0: Um, I've playing, played guitar since primary school. But um, in 2002, when I joined the band, we were um, having workshops and you could come in and play with a real band and stuff. And um, the band were actually looking for a guitarist, and I was just there to have a good time. But in the end, I got invited into the band, so and I've been there ever since.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. I think Dan is the bipolar bears really. He's been there for half the time that it's probably uh, what it's been going. going for over twenty years yeah. now. Yeah, and um, and Dan's been there for over half that now. I think so. It's just, and he sort of is the one who directed me when I first joined, and I suppose Adam as well. So he's kind of like the heartbeat and. And we've sort of followed his lead. And the funny thing is, we all liked the same sort of music. So it just sort of married up. And when I walked in, the first day I walked in, these two guys were singing harmony vocals like the Beatles. And I was part of a band that did that um, in the 80s, um, sort of a seminal um, punk pop band from Sydney who a lot of people knew of. And these guys reminded me instantly of the two brothers in that band that I played drums in. And they, I thought they were brothers. Actually, they harmonise so beautifully, mm-hmm. and I was just thrilled to be part of it. Then, so yeah, we we're off and running. Yeah. yeah. Now we do three part harmonies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we like to pride ourselves on our harmonies.
2: Mm. Yeah.
4: Yeah, we yep. should probably say that um, Adam, you're on vocals and bass.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yep.
4: Yep, and Dan, you're on
5: uh,
0: guitar
2: and
4: singing. And singing and Mick.
2: And drums and vocals.
4: Yeah, so um, how did, did you guys come up with the name Bipolar Bears? It's such an original Ooh. name. Uh, yeah, it's a great name.
3: I wasn't name.
0: in the band even then. Um, bipolar used to be called depression mm. and um, it was a new catchword at the time and I think it was like 1996 or something, it was the new word they used. Mm. And the keyboard player at the time said, just joking around, how about the Bipolar Bears? And we thought, yeah, that's pretty cool. We'll stick with that then.
1: Yeah so you've obviously got that connection with a uh, wild at heart don't you that you've all got lived experience of mental health issues and i'm kind of just wondering how that influences your music like you've talked about the beatles and how you like the beatles and i was wondering the beatles are kind of nice and uh happy band, but a lot of mental health things it's kind me. of a dark thing some mm-hmm. kind of yeah when i listen to your music it's quite nice and happy as well and i'm just wondering how do you turn a negative influence into a Positive music. Yeah,
5: good question. Well, actually, to tell you the truth, like before I, um, uh, uh, my mental health. Evolved and became um, psychotic or depressed or manic. Um, I was listening to a lot of like Alice in Chains and a lot of really dark metal stuff. And and to tell you the, to tell you the truth, I reckon like I'm, I love that sort of music. I love it, but I also love pop music and sort of upbeat music as well. My parents brought me up on Celtic music, and it was all mm. you know riffs and reels and jigs and etc. And I found that if you're listening to really good up music, it helps you to feel better and it you up. And but however, if you're feeling depressed and you're not feeling good sometimes if you can relate to some music that is sludgy and
2: really helps you you can connect with it and it can help you to feel feel better and the aggression if you're feeling pretty uh, annoyed that aggressive music can really help but um we've had this conversation just yesterday at rehearsal that we might be sort of changing our our sound a little bit but sort of morphing you know into it not just deciding to play synth pop or something tomorrow you know
4: yeah so just touching on that I mean can you talk us through that creative process how did you decide how do you decide what type of morphing you want to go get into
0: we only discussed it for the first time yesterday. Yeah, so okay. We really so, did. <laughs> so, uh, we don't even a, know. There's a bit of planning to go ahead before we can set anything in concrete. Yeah, I
2: shouldn't have said
5: that. Actually, <laughs> the the guy it was my birthday on the weekend, and I had a big party, and the guys all pitched in like and bought me this like synth pedal for my bass guitar, and we plugged it in yesterday for the first time. We we're playing that, and it's got this full like synth sound on the bass guitar, and we we're playing that, and we we're jamming out like a cover of um, "Where's Your Head At." So we're just, just for the first time. So, yeah, it's all a three-piece, you know, guitar, drums and bass, but like, you know, from a synth song. So, yeah. yeah
2: go on, Dan. Um,
0: uh, are we still on the creative process sort of yeah. thing? Um, We sort of try and provide hope to people. So maybe if we, you know, some of our stuff can be dark, but if we want to write happy songs, that's good because, you know, feeling happy is the way to go and, you know, laughter is the best sort of medicine too. Well, being happy is a good medicine is what I meant, yeah.
2: Plus, we're representing Wild at Heart, you know, um, so we want to reflect well on those folks, you know. Um, and it's worth noting that that program, I think, is sadly probably going to be called upon more and more because mental health is actually getting a, you know, a flowering. Unfortunately, it's, it's very common now and it's only going to get more common. And the issues behind that are probably um a lot more simple than just genetics like you can get a problem because of your genetics or uh, your genetic makeup but you, also your um what do they call it your external um influences and things uh, we need to look as a community and as a society what's really behind mental health issues I, not I- just drugs and, and alcohol and, and genetics
5: You know, um, the research that I've done on sort of the alternative um, psychology um, arena is they—they're saying that it's close to ninety-nine percent of all mental health issues come from some sort of trauma, or some sort of um, bullying, or some sort of um, activity that is continuous that is putting stress on the on the whole body and mind and spirit and and you know, and thing like that. So. Yeah, any, it, like it's it's mainly trauma so it could be anything as say i uh, working too much you could be doing 12 hour days at uni or wherever you are and that can be enough to well to develop into some non-ordinary states of consciousness or psychosis as someone might say
1: it, or mania or depression so i'm just wondering when because you guys since you've got this lived experience how is it that you can actually go out to a club or a pub or whatever and play your music on stage because i feel like that's Probably really, really hard for you to do. Maybe. Uh, actually, you know, I I was performing when I was like eight years old. You
5: know, on stage at school, and my parents brought me up in that sort of music. And uh, but it wasn't until I was twenty one that I developed mental health issues. But I t- I tell you what what I have discovered personally is that getting on stage, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You could be presenting to an audience, talking, which is actually they people they say that is the most scariest thing someone can do in the world is talking to an audience. I believe that if you can. Sum up the courage to do that, you can do anything. As far as I'm concerned, it's the best anti-antidepressant you can get, and it's free and it
1: it is not a drug. All right, so uh, we're going to play one of your songs right now to hopefully drug us up and make us feel better.
3: Yeah, okay, so this is So Real by Bob Polar Bears, and stay tuned for more Brainwaves. Welcome back to Brainwaves. Um, on today's show, we have Bipolar Bears. Over to you guys.
2: Hey.
0: Hey. Hello. Hope hey. you like the song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was
3: such an awesome song. Can you tell I us did. a little bit more about it? Um,
0: It's it's about me about 15 years ago when I was having what's called an episode. I started hearing voices and things again. Um, and I thought I was going to be a big star in the USA. So I um, saved up for about a year and went to... um. California.
4: Yeah, I noticed that you, you meant the lyrics, part of the lyrics were City of Angels. Yeah, I yeah.
0: yeah, I went to LA. This is an awesome I, story, by the I, way. I, I, went, <laughs> I wound up on the streets of LA for, I wasn't really on the streets of LA, I, I spent all my money in LA, and then I wound up on the streets in New York for six months, and that's what So Real is about. I thought stars were inviting me to Hollywood and things like that, so, and... Like they sounded so real that I I didn't think I was mad. So it's just like a song of hope, you know. (laughs) Yeah. So
4: what did you think about? What did you? What were you thinking about when you wrote those lyrics? um, Because was it when you're in LA? I
0: didn't write the song until ten years later. Until I. Sort of finally plucked up the courage to explain the whole sort of story and that. So, but um, it came out well. The court, the chords sort of came out pretty easy and they're pretty catchy. So yeah, mm,
1: it's a great yeah. song, Dan. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, actually, I'm just wondering because obviously Dan wrote that song. How do you guys feel about that song? Does it Jake does it reflect on your experiences
2: as yeah, well?
5: Yeah, definitely. I love it. I love that song.
2: Yeah, no, it's 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 fantastic. And it always goes down well, doesn't it, Dan? It's it's like we will never stop doing that song. We might move on with all the other songs, maybe, but yeah. but we'll always do that song, I think. So Yeah,
0: yeah. If we if we go to an event and we only have to play one song, we usually probably play that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we're writing a lot of new stuff now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and talking about
5: writing songs, I believe that if you can express yourself somehow through some sort of art form, um, um, there's there's inner things inside us that. That we can't often get out through words and or talking to your friends or a psychologist or whatever it is so i believe that art is the best therapy and if you can use poetry or songwriting or ceramics or any sort of art form you you know a picture or poetry can speak a thousand words and you can then express yourself helps you to feel whole you feel listened to and you and you can feel more connected and one with the world so
2: well i just wanted to quickly say going backwards about the name because i forgot to mention at the time I was on a tram in about '96, and these guys were playing at one of my local pubs. And I went past on the tram, and I saw the name, and I thought, "That is the best name I've ever heard. I <laughs> loved it so much. I, I became instantly smitten. I thought, I want to play in that band one day. <laughs> I, did, I, didn't, I didn't even know who they were. And then, and then, you know, a decade and a half later, I got the—oh, twenty years later almost—I got the opportunity to play, and that was pretty incredible. Yeah. <laughs> to think I wanted to play in that band because I love the name so much. It's like so. a
4: little twist of fate. It was. <laughs> So can you tell us a little bit about your your inspirations, like your musical inspirations? What sort of artists you um, I, are influenced I, by? I
0: still listen to a lot of Nirvana, even twenty years later. What
4: sort um, of songs from Nirvana?
0: Um, I don't know. Um, come as you are, I love. Come it as, well. as you are, is great. Um, penny royalty I, I really like In Utero the best. Yeah. Um, I love them all, but yeah, I still listen to Nirvana and Pearl Jam, and because I was a teenager when all that stuff came out, and so a bit of Akataka too. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh,
2: Yeah, no, I I love the Manic Street Preachers. I like a little bit of political punch in my music, you know, which we don't express, you know. um, We we sort of have to stick on the theme of mental health, and we try to do that. Um, One of the ways you can do it is you realise that most rock music has a sort of a trippy element, what you would call a trippy element. So it's perfect scope to talk about mental health issues because, you know, you often hear people joke, oh, they're mad, that band, but, you know, literally, you know, um, a lot of the lyrics deal with craziness, so to speak, which I don't I don't really it's just an altered state, isn't it Adam?
5: Well that's it. And because people are expressing themselves in playing in bands or doing some sort of art form, then they don't you don't feel as um non-ordinary or as disconnected from society. Yeah.
1: So may I just kinda of wondering what type of reaction you get to your songs, because they are obviously about mental health, which is kind of not a lot of songs about that, a lot of songs
0: I've, about I've, love. I've you know?
2: never had bad feedback. Um have you guys? No, no. It goes back to what I was saying. The, the, we do write about it specifically in a lot of the songs, but it actually can relate to everybody because everyone has crap day or you know, or a week or even a, an upbringing or something like that can, they can relate to but, or a relationship.
5: Yeah, I reckon a lot of songs have some sort of mental health theme. Like yeah. some some songs and a lot of artists, a lot of full artists are that connected. Like you know, you've, you've, There's a lot of songs on the radio now I'm listening to that might say, I'm hearing voices. Yeah. For example, yeah. you know, and you go, oh well, that's like on, you know, blame or yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Which, yeah.
2: They even try to glamorize it sometimes, which is, you know, I mean, what's the guy with the Manson, Marilyn Manson, you know, portraying himself as crazy? It's kind of an insult uh, to people who are suffering real problems, in my opinion. You know, it's a yeah. parody of a real problem. You know.
4: Yeah, because so. you guys actually bring your lived experience to the well, music and art yeah. craft.
2: Yep. Yeah, that's right. We we actually go around to
5: um, high schools and we've presented about to about nine high schools now. And we'll we'll do a full one-hour show and we will talk about our lived experience and how we deal with our issues um, through music, et cetera. And we'll play half a dozen songs in that time. And, and that's sort of like one of the things that we do. So we any high schools out there that, that would like us to play, we'd, we'd love to play there. And we've got a, a couple of other shows coming up. One is um, at Mind Australia. You might have heard of Mind Australia. We're playing they on the um, 8th of October, next Thursday. and, and then Strummerama. Yeah, Strummerama is with Wild Heart, which is um, the organisation that sort of manages the bears and a lot of other um, groups as well. Phil Hoizenroder. Yeah, Phil Hoizenroder. That's yeah. it. Um, the
0: Prince of Wales next Thursday night. Yeah, Prince, Prince
5: of, Wales of Wales next Thursday, next Thursday night. So from, I think it's from 6 o'clock onwards or 5 o'clock onwards.
0: Not tomorrow night, next Thursday. Yeah, next Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> and,
5: yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Also, with the question about um, reactions and things, um, we we sort of try and raise awareness. So, our goal on stage is to get people to understand better. Anyway, so um, there's there's no fear. Maybe like when I first joined the band, I was a bit hesitant of talking about stuff like that. But I've never had really very bad stigma or anything personally. Yeah. So,
2: no. With the band. We, we hope to actually raise our profile, and in doing that, it's twofold. It helps us, but also then it illuminates that you can be good at, at this or anything that you choose to do if we can get this right. And we feel we're kind of already getting it right, but it's getting better and better. So we're hoping to go from strength to strength, and we sort of are. So, Yeah. And yeah, just to talk about stigma, I I found that when I got
5: diagnosed twenty years ago, the word schizophrenia or bipolar or manic or whatever, people frowned upon it. They went, Oh, stay away from that person. Sham. They're they're a they're they're a, you know, they're a, a bad example of a human being and all this mm. sort of stuff. But but it's, it's like
4: not... as if it's gonna spread around to other yeah, people. And yeah, and right.
5: all all this or just like, oh, so that person's gonna make my life worse. Yep. But then I found that actually as years later, that it's not Near as stigmatized as what it was sort of 20 years ago when I was in the middle of my crises, and it's and and I'd like to see that all mental health issues doesn't matter what diagnosis it is isn't feared by the general populace. So the general so the consensus is that oh that person's got you know has been diagnosed with a mental health issue. Oh, are you okay? Says the general public. Oh, what happened? You know, and not 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 like hiding. shun and fear yeah. and people being in hiding. And there's a lot of people who are still in
2: hiding. Yeah, and quite a lot of people who you might say are I don't know what the term would be, able bodied mind or whatever, um, who really are quite nasty and scheming, manipulative. Uh, you know, they deserve the, the, the label of, you know, inverted commas crazy or something like that. A lot of the people I see affected and myself I think are actually because they're nice people. They feel it. They feel the pressures of life so so easily and so warmly that it, it affects them. Quickly,
4: yeah. yeah. So when I. We,
2: like, oh, sorry to interrupt.
0: No, um, when yeah. we get asked questions like that, we usually say it's just like having a broken leg, except you have sort of got a broken head sort yeah. of thing. So, yeah, 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 yeah. And there's no different There's nothing scary about nah, it. Yeah. there so, isn't. And
2: some of the nicest people in the world I've ever met.
5: And legs can heal, and so can your brain. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you give yourself time yeah, yeah. to recover, you can recover fully, a hundred percent. Anyone out there can recover a hundred percent.
4: So what advice would you give to people listening who are looking for recovery options who are facing these mental health issues? Um, how would you convince them to, to get involved in the community like yourselves?
2: Go to Wild at Heart webpage, guys, yeah, yeah. and and um, look that up. And if you are at all suffering in any way, get involved creatively. Wild at Heart. Yeah, it- yeah, that's it. Getting to express yourself
5: somehow because yes. there's obviously something that's that's troubling you, and if you don't talk about it, that is the illness because it's just going to stay within you for your whole life. So you express yourself.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a great little community that you've got there, and you're doing a lot of positive work for mental health and stigma. So good on you guys, guys. Thanks, gosh. Right. thanks uh, for having us. Uh, it's about all we've got Cheers. time for. So thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. And, Thank you very much. And we're going to finish off by playing another one of your songs. This song's called Getaway.
3: Okay, I'll just do um, a closing. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. Um, Be sure to tune in to 3CR next Wednesday at 5pm for another episode of Brainwaves. You can listen to podcasts of our show on our website at brainwaves.org.au. You send us feedback. Thoughts, or just get in contact, especially if you have a story, suggestions, or topics you'd like to share with us, email us at brainwaves at myfellowship.org. Post at brainwaves at 3CR, PO Box 1277, Collingwood, Victoria 3066. Stay tuned for Renegade Economist coming up next on 3CR. Until next week, it's goodbye from the team at Brainwaves, and the song um, coming up next is uh, Getaway, Getaway by Bipolar Bears. we